guys, welcome back to Rodeo. This is Ramon. It's Damien. It's Edward. I'm Omar. So we all haven't seen each other in a while because of Rona. <sighs> Fuck that whore. Yeah, no, she she can catch it. I don't know her. Period. Exactly. We've been away for each other for a couple days, so it's good to see each other. We've missed doing this, even though this should be a good episode for you guys. To start off, we're going to do a little icebreaker, another one of our fun games. So I'm going to let Omar explain that to you guys. Okay. Not sure if you guys are familiar with Victorious. Um, yeah, woo! I Shout think out we all to Victorious. I think we all did watch Shut Victorious. Party <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, but no, so, okay, so the game, we just called it Alphabet Improv. So essentially, we're going to start off a skit and every line that we're going to go around the, the room, essentially, um, and basically, like, come up with a line. And it's going to be in alphabetic order. So, for example, you know, I'll start with, you know, A, apples are falling. Edward will say, B, boys are eating them. That's horrible, but <laughs> still. <laughs> I would never say that. Okay, so... Let's go ahead and get started. I actually want to start with Damien. I'm curious to see what he has to say since he was humming a lot earlier. And I, oh, I don't care. We go first. Three, two, yeah, yeah, one. Hey. Um. <laughs> I hate being put on the spot. We know. <laughs> That's why we do it. Airplanes are flying over my room. Bitch, why are there planes? We supposed to be staying put in our houses. Can't people listen to the law? Why did you say that so southern? <laughs> he did. Oh. D. Don't tell my mom. They're coming. Edward, what the fuck is he talking about? Fuck you asking me for? I don't know. Girl, he must be on some drugs. You're out, Ramon. <laughs> okay, let's keep going until we have a winner. So I will start this time. Adam and Eve were the first people on Earth. But then does that mean that everyone after them was siblings and they were all performing incest? Christ, you are you are dumb. Like, you are very dumb. What the fuck? Dumb is the perfect adjective for Edward. Everyone here is so rude to me and I don't understand why. Figure it out, love. Gee, he really wants to be the victim, just like Taylor Swift. Honey, she is the victim. It's not her fault. I'm not gonna put myself into this argument. Y'all have fun with that. Just admit that she's a terrible person. Kanye can admit himself first. First. Look here, we're not gonna tear down black people, okay? Maybe if Taylor didn't try to flip the table so much. Now, what does she even have to do with this skit? Oh my God, can we please like stop talking about Taylor and Kanye? Like, can we move on to something else, please? Please, I am more than happy to do so. Quite funny though, that you guys wanna move on considering we are gonna be discussing them later on. Right, right. But let's talk about something else. Let's talk about, you know, how the sky's blue or like, you know, how the plants grow and shit. So apparently blue is an unnatural color. Thanks for the shout out when I just taught you that fact like five minutes ago. Understand. <laughs> okay, so Damien's out as well. Edward's going to start this round. <laughs> Arthur is an aardvark, right? What the fuck? You ran out of time, no, honey bunny. Yeah, really a is a hard word. A for asshole. That's a... Okay. <laughs> so, I win. 
Everybody, open your phone, unlock it. I want to look through your grinder messages. What's a grinder? I think Taya has one. She she uses it to grind her weed, right? Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so what we're going to get into this with you guys is something that we all love to do. Social media. Social media. We all do it. We all have it. We all love it. Makes us happy. Makes us sad sometimes. But keeps us entertained too. We're going to talk about just certain things about it. So to kick it off. What kind of effects do you think social media has on the world, you guys? Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Effects? Yes, I agree. Very insightful, Damien. Thank you. I'm getting the top tier. I just have words, yeah. and I want to say them. Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see it. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Baby. But I think social media affects the world in a lot of different ways. Good ways and bad ways. For example, how obviously we know everything that's going on health-wise, pandemic, everything. It affects in, in that way for social media to affect the world. It affects it in a negative way more than positive. A lot of people are gullible. So social media in that aspect gives a negative effect because so many people are on it. So many people are looking through it. Why? Because they want to know what's going on. They want, they want to keep up with the news and what's current to stay informed. But not everything that people are taking in is informative or accurate. That's one of the biggest problems because that's what causes like miscommunication, misinformed, and that's where you get panic. And it's horrible. Speaking of misinformation, I saw a tweet with so many retweets about this like show on Netflix. It was like a Korean soap opera where the doctors in the fictional show from 2018 were talking about a coronavirus that has a death rate of 90% and it attacks the lungs and it lasts for two weeks. And everyone's saying, oh, they warned us about this two years but none of us listened. And I'm like, if any of you would do your research, you would know that coronavirus is a strain of virus that has been around forever. All of the coronaviruses mutate and become the outbreaks that they've become over the past few decades, like SARS, MERS, etc. And this coronavirus that we're currently dealing with does not have anywhere close to a death rate of 90%. So no, this South Korean drama did not warn us about the COVID-19 outbreak. So there's a similar video going all around, or it was going around, just kind of the Latin world. By and Latin it's basically men. not by Latin men. I don't know. <laughs> what that is i like that website don't go on there that was ramon by the way um so the video is basically a guy oh my god do you want me to turn it down a little bit please a little warm, okay? there is a helicopter in here it's the tequila it is the tequila to kill you to kill you oh my god <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm drinking a little red. red. Yeah, that's that I, told I told you. I told you. It's my drink. Don't you That's so rude. So the video is this man at the store, and he picks up a a, a can of Lysol spray or whatever. Within it, it basically is giving, informing the, the, the customer what it, like, protects against. And one of those listings is coronavirus, which oh, as... I saw that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, which, yeah. as we know, is literally just, like, a blanket Family. term. Yeah, for you know that specific um, a clump of yeah. So, anyways, so it was just it, that that sort of stuff is very misleading, and I do feel like it it leads to like it. And I understand the panic, but I feel like it also leads to just kind of like all these like conspiracy theories. And I don't know. I feel like that drives people wild. So social media plays a big role in terms of causing panic where there shouldn't be panic. I, I do think there should be some sort of calm panic within the pandemic. But in general, there shouldn't be that like, oh, my God, like, you know, they plan this against us and whatnot. I just I feel like it gets a little out of hand sometimes. But even outside of like the coronavirus related things that are going on right now, it just has we're just we're just discussing social media in general and how people can be so misinformed they can be so loud and so wrong and there will be so many people on the internet that will back them up that they refuse to change their opinion that's the whole reason that we have all these people that have such bigoted closed-minded views
views because they see a lot of other people agreeing with them. So they think that there's nothing wrong with them when really there's a whole world out there of people that realize that what you believe in and what you think is not correct and stop living your life for social media and thinking that likes equal validation. I guess my life is over. No, but I agree in what he has to say and stuff. So like there's, it's hard to just focus on the negative because there is some positive forms of it, like a, like and how it affects everybody or the, or just everybody yeah, in general. Social media can do really great things. It can, for somebody that's, say for somebody that's so closed off with themselves and in their lives and in the world, social media can be an escape for you. It can be happy. It can uplift your spirits. It can give you the laugh you need, the smile you've been eating all day. It, it can just take you to good places. So that's always a great thing. But then we also have to acknowledge the cons of social media as well which is just it can also turn you into a very gullible person misinformed put you in a toxic state of mind sometimes too to be honest social media gives everyone a platform now does everyone who get the platform need it cardi no there's a lot of people who a lot of people a lot of people just should not be on social media yeah there's a lot of people who should not have a platform but you know someone sees something that they like in what you're saying, they're gonna follow behind you. And that's when all of the the misinformation and you know bigotry comes from. I don't really fuck with that. And while we're on the topic of people that shouldn't have social media, let's talk about the gossip blogs, like the Shade Room. And on Twitter, there's like shady music facts and everything, like RIP to them. But there's what do we think about these gossip blogs that literally only spread hate for celebrities and public figures? I agree with Damien 100%. I, I do feel like a lot of people shouldn't have a platform to say a lot of things. so. So the Shade Room and TMZ. Let, let's, TMZ. Call out, let's call out TMZ the, directly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We have lawyers. Okay. Can they yeah. fight? Also, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, there's. Can they fight? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they can't fight that white man to be on TV, you know, writing on the the, the board with his, um, what is it called? Those cups that keep your drink cold? A Yeti. Yeah. A Yeti. Not. Okay. The, well, I mean, they literally let Kanye West sit there and say slavery was a choice. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so here. Somebody clocked him. That sure man did. clocked him right up. after that. Like, he clocked him. Yeah, but everyone okay. else just kind of stood there. I mean, that's part of journalism too like you just have to let the person you're interviewing you have to let them talk like no matter if you completely like disagree with everything they're saying you brought them onto your show so therefore you let them talk like you're bringing them onto your platform you can't be rude and like shut them out completely like you have to let them talk so that's just more of a journalism type thing now mm-hmm. was what oh boy did when he clocked him was that right in the journalism world probably not but he did what he needed to do like Kanye was sort of shut his damn mouth. Like, he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Usually he doesn't. What I was saying is, I do feel like a lot of people who have platforms don't necessarily deserve it because it can be really irresponsible. They can basically spread things that aren't necessarily true or things that are exaggerated. Definitely, I, I do think the shade room, like, in, in it, and here's the thing. Everybody always likes to say that celebrities wanted the fame and they wanted the spotlight and they wanted that. And sure, who the fuck doesn't want to walk on a red carpet and be like you know getting adored adored getting all this attention but also nobody wants their personal life Mm, like jeopardized yeah and and i so social media is very it plays a huge role within those like tabloids and stuff because it's now it's like quicker information it's accessible to everybody you don't have to wait back in the day like you you waited for like the magazine to have like the cover on whatever kind of story there was so marriages abortions pregnancies 
Yeah, so it's, it's in that sense, it can be very harmful. Not even those two who are celebrities, but just to everybody else, it's, yeah. Yeah, because The Shade Room posts these things. TMZ publishes these things. But at the end of the day, it's y'all who give them a platform. It's y'all who go in the comments. And I'm, obviously, I'm not referring to you guys as the listeners. Like, is, he is on people ass today. He said at TMZ, right. at the shade room. He, he said at y'all, at Kanye, at every last one of y'all. No, but he said pull up, period. Our, Damien's address is. I won't. I mean, you live right next door to me. And in the words of Lana Del Rey, I won't not fuck you the fuck, fuck up. up. Period. <laughs> you forgot the period, baby. She said, that to, she she said that to Miss Azealia Bain. <laughs> we gonna be for her too? She I'm re- at her. No, I don't be for Gemini's, y'all. I am not coming for Azealia. She believe in that witchcraft, honey. Kanye, won't do that. Kanye is a Gemini. All right, but what was I saying? The people who are in those comments of those gossip blogs, they're the ones that give these people a platform. Y'all are over here fighting like children. Y'all are 37 year old people who need to be picking your kids up from school over here talking about Cardi versus Nikki. Like, come on now. Now, first of all, <laughs> oh my God. at Ramon. <laughs> I am not a 34 year old woman. I am a 21 year old woman. <laughs> And I am on Nikki's side, period. We all are on Nikki's side, first of all. But okay. but we're not over here fighting about it online in exactly. the comments of an Instagram post. You know? Like, come on now. I'm fighting in person. If you have nothing better to do with your life than sit on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever, and just fight other random strangers on the internet, I think you need to look in the mirror, reevaluate what you're doing, and get back to produ- to being productive with your life, period. I, I agree. Y'all, not, y'all, not y'all. I will not say y'all. I know it's not any of our listeners. Yeah. You guys are all good people. Add somebody, Damien. I, I just said, I hope they are good people. Are you assuming on somebody? But I agree. Like for he, we, we said TMZ and The Shade Room. The one bitch that I just cannot stand that needs to get called the fuck out, who has a social voice is definitely gonna be hollywood unlocked dumbass jason lee this man right here are you talking about low down dirty no life having ass bitch it's jason lee it's jason lee if any of you guys follow that jason lee he is like i only know chun lee period that's all that's all we do know in stan and he wishes that it didn't exist but baby he can't escape it because he sure does talk about it every other day he talks about the queen who sings chun lee baby yeah chun lee that's nikki basically he's worse than the shade the shade room is bad in my opinion but he is worse in terms of like how he shows how he like likes to display people or what's the not display but what's the other word or showcase publicize or publicize people exactly so just how he puts people out in their image is not good it's not okay like he just trash talks them he all drag them to the mud and make it seem like oh that's his job that's what's real baby it's not real if it's not actually true if your statements aren't true then what are you even talking about and you're doing it for attention so I feel like at a certain point in life like that's not cute because you're the when you act that way your viewers and everybody thinks it's okay to be that way that's when it starts to be a problem because you're making it seem like oh it's good to start to say these things about people when you know you have that platform and you know what you're saying and what you're doing is gonna reflect on them and then they're gonna do so baby you're basically creating monsters and all of that that you just said resonates with one specific person perez hilton that man is like 59 years old still talking shit about celebrities on the daily we're missing another that poor child that lives with him true he's he's washed up trash though yeah Prez is washed up he's just still thank trying you, yeah. thank god he's washed up but we missing miss miss big mouth the shape letter ps bitch oh, <gasps> wendy williams the main if you watch her and you think she is i mean no you gotta go you gotta go you gotta go she you gotta go she gotta go she gotta go so, because um, no so i kind of feel like we're 
straying away from the topic of social media. Like we're basically going off about tabloids. They're social media. They are. They are. They're in the media and they're very social. This bitch is very vocal. <laughs> very vocal she is. Oh, but I feel like we are too. I have made, besides real life friends, obviously I have like my best friends in front of me, but besides like real people in real life, social media has gotten me to meet and talk to so many like different people in different states and even finding love that one time. Obviously that didn't work out because I'm so single, oh, but no. you know, but I found it and it was you a nice experience. It, baby. Yeah. You live and you learn. You love, what's it called? You gain and you lose. No, Wait. I definitely want to say I think the purpose of social media in general was to bring people together. Mm-hmm. It's a method of communication that just kind of like facilitates everything. So for me, <laughs> so for me, for example, like, you know, a lot of my families in Mexico, it was so difficult to like call them, you know, every week and just have like that phone conversation. But now we have like Facebook and all these things and like we can share photos and live videos and mm-hmm. FaceTime and it makes connections a lot. Can you pour your drink a little louder? It has good coochie. <laughs> oh my dude. Good what? <laughs> Excuse me, you're right. Good boochie. I was talking about my family. Okay, so <laughs> No, I mean it's really made things a lot a lot uh more accessible, which which I love. I, I think that it plays such a huge role in that, especially for like a lot of families that are far away from each other. You know, there's people in the military, there's people that are away for college and it just, it, it brings people closer. So it's, it's a beautiful thing when you look at it that way. And the same with like, you know, a lot of people have gotten businesses out of like social media Yes, lately, I like a lot that. of, yeah, like lately a lot of TikTokers, you know, they've had, you know, their fair share of exposures to, um, to social media and then like Instagrammers, like you can promote businesses. Like it's a great thing. Social media is a great thing i feel like there's a lot of good um but a lot of the times the bad just overshadows it but but there's a lot of good Mm -hmm. i guess touching back onto my negative it could be seen as a positive too like the giving people a platform people can see themselves in other people and like people can feel like they're heard or they're they're seen because you know there's somebody else just like them maybe they're not in the same city or same state but like you know they see this person online you're not alone yeah like you know i'm i can see myself in them and it gives them a voice to want to be heard or whatever so i think that's one of the like the biggest things that i look into social media about is that you know i agree like you know you can you can see yourself in other people and you know you're not just the only other you're not just the one person on earth like you know and to kind of circle back to what ramon said earlier you can literally find friends on the internet and i have a group chat that i've been in for four years now with people just from literally all over the country and the world like not even just america but i have like people in dominican republic the united kingdom germany just there's literally people that under normal circumstances i never would have encountered or even had a conversation with or anything but thanks to social media they are literally like my lifelong friends and i just i'm really grateful for that because it's just opened up a whole new world that you didn't have access to 10 15 20 years ago you know so overall yeah social media is a good thing there's a lot of people that use it for bad but i mean that's kind of always been with the world i'm pretty sure that there were like news bulletin boards in medieval times and there would be people like vandalizing it or putting fraudulent
violent news on there or whatever. But for the most part, like it serves its purpose. It gets you information. And then what you do with that information is up to you if you falsify it or whatever. But back to what Ramon said too, meeting people, there's online dating now. Like, I feel like that's the new wave. A lot of people are, are probably like intimidated or they feel like, oh, like, you know, like, how do you meet someone online? Like, it's scary. And sure, like, it's terrifying. But it's terrifying meeting someone in person too. It's, you know, it's like, you know, it's a stranger. Yeah. You know, everybody's a stranger at some point. So I, I think, so there's good and on and bad to online dating. But overall, I'm yeah. just saying, it's, it's a cool thing. It's Let's like, it. yeah, I feel like it's low-key a little safer to meet people online dating ones because you at least get to catch a vibe and speaking to them. Y'all real motherfucking bow going to her to these bars talking about some, hey, baby, baby, you finna be gone in 10 minutes. <laughs> you finna get snatched. Oh okay see no ma'am i don't do that i don't do that i'm gonna hit you if if, if i am on a dating app which i'm not currently because been there done that didn't work oh, out yes. but i'm not no, baby uh-uh. <laughs> no 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 i am not on either of those i love myself but yeah like no i feel like it's very efficient like you get to like get to know you get to vibe with somebody before you even meet them you get to scope them out ask questions it's very efficient even if it doesn't work out like you don't even see it as the dating app. I was like people i think after people get nervous and get cold feet with it like it doesn't have to be immediately dating hello people you have to get to know somebody which is called being friends friends for you fast people out there being friends like get to know someone before you everybody should at least try it once my opinion try it once catch a vibe you know get to know different people see and it's also dating wise it gets it gives you a taste of people what they taste like not everybody tastes good <laughs> but i don't know everybody t- that's one thing so you gotta kiss a bunch of frogs before you get your prince or princess you know now that we're on the topic about online dating can y'all tell us some horror stories with online dating well i think the biggest horror story i have i won't go too into detail but when i was probably like 17 18 no you won't (laughs) when i was probably 17 or 18 I literally got contacted by like a stripper and I was very naive of that at the time. Like I basically picked that stripper up from work, like took him back to his house, went in with him and he tried to hook up with me, but I think he was on meth or something. And it was just very traumatic. And I don't really talk about it because I, it was a negative experience and it kind of scared me off of like meeting strangers for a little while. There's a big, yeah, there's a, honestly, like it kind of made me realize that anyone you go to meet could just be like off of some shit, like drunk, high, on god knows what and you don't know these people so not super 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 big on meeting strangers like it's happened obviously i feel like everyone goes through that type of stuff not like stranger strangers but i feel like you do have that like element of excitement and like intrigue in other people but overall i'm kind of against the whole just jumping into bed with someone but if you're for that like go for it like it's not a bad thing at all we love sexual liberation here i agree with edward said yeah it can be a little crazy we all have our moments like i had one occasion where it was when i just got tender i think it was like in high school i was like 18 i believe and like ugh, i always tell this story because it literally blows my mind to this day so it was basically like i was on tinder met this guy i was using it for like fun purposes basically so i was just trying to meet a guy you know be cute or whatever it's basically you know get my zhuzh get my life together i was like eight, i was 18 young having fun going out drinking you know living the life 18 yeah yeah <laughs> Baby, we was we started young. We got to get on it. So right here, police. You should have had to worry about your SATs, girl. Baby, that those were done and over with, and I did. I was fine. STDs. Period. And I didn't have any. And I have. We kept. Don't be silly, rapper Willie. Okay. (laughs) 
But yeah, I was on Tinder one night. Guy came over, blah, blah, blah. Thought he was cute. Thought he was nice. And he was. And he was. That night, it was like a, we went to this big party with me and my friends. I was like, oh, come along. You're already here or whatever. Long story short, y'all, I talked to this man for a week. He told me I love you. No. When I tell you crazy, crazy with a capital K. I mean, I kind of have a quick short summary of something. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was just hilarious. He said, don't. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm done. I'm done. He stopped drinking tequila. We gotta stop. We have to. Just really quick, I had something similar happen where I talked to a guy for a very short period of time. And literally, as soon as I left his house after the first time we like hung out, he was telling me he wanted to like have my last name and stuff, like insinuating marriage. And a boy, I ran, blocked his number, blocked his social medias. Jaquan, if you listen in. Jaquan. <laughs> Jaquan. Are you saying names? I, that is, well, his name is close to that. At them, at them. We are not adding people, no. I don't think this guy will ever we listen. We have enough lawsuits coming our way from this episode. I mean, the name doesn't matter. I'll make all, like, the name doesn't really matter. The guy the guy I was talking to, his name was Dylan. So. Oh my God, we really are name dropping. And what's, the, and what's the problem? I don't see a problem. Before I even tell a story, I definitely want to say, I want to add on a little bit to what I said earlier. I'm not necessarily like trying to sound naive when I say that online dating is a good thing. Obviously, there's so many like scary things. But in terms of like people who have like social anxiety or who just aren't very good at communicating in person, social media is a good place to kind of like, you know, start and and get to know someone and maybe feel comfortable. And like I said, you know, it, there's there's bad to it. So, so there was this one time on Tinder, I met this guy and I mean, he was really cool. I, I really got along with him. Okay. So we took it off Tinder. We took it to Snapchat and then we talked there for a bit. It's just like a couple of weeks and it was just kind of casual conversations. I wasn't really like trying to take it anywhere because I, I just, I feel like I'm busy all the time and I don't really have time for anything serious. But anyway, he kept trying to make plans uh, and it was literally like a whole entire month. And then like one day when I decided, okay, like let's give it a shot. Let's go, you know, let's go do something. Let's go to the movies. Let's go wherever. He like blocked me. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I mean, is it because like I, you know, wasn't pursuing anything quicker? Like, is it because I just, and so, I mean, it's not necessarily a horror story, but it's just kind of like a, what the fuck you yeah. wasted my fucking time. I hate that kind of stuff. Dude. Yeah. And it's, you know, ghosting is a huge thing with social media and like meeting people and that sort of stuff. Yeah. We stand the song, but not the activity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's my horror story. What about you, Damien? I don't have a horror story because I'm a princess. Princess of hell. Ha 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 No, I don't, I mean, I've had a lot of bad experiences with dating online, but nothing, like, to the point where I'm like, oh my god, I have to, like, burn my phone and, and, fly, <laughs> burn my phone. and, and fly away to the Jeez. next country. No, I don't really have anything. Um, I'm still young, so I have time to experience, but... Well, maybe you cause the horror stories. And I <laughs> probably. Probably I'm still single. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I don't have anything. Not in a few reasons. See, so okay. don't let, like, our stories obviously, like, not encourage you to get on there, but en let it encourage you so you can experience something. Good and bad experiences all just lead to having experience in general, to just learning and being out there and putting yourself out there. Besides, like, dating and stuff and all that good stuff from social media, things on social media could just get a little rough. 
sometimes for some people. So, and what I mean is some people are bullies on social media as well, aka cyberbullying. So when it comes to cyberbullying, in my opinion, I think it's very real. It's very much so a thing. People can say, oh, you know, you don't have to sit there and read things. Well, it's not okay for them to not be able to go somewhere that's open to everybody in the public and to go somewhere that probably brings joy to them, but here comes somebody along to bring them down. So it's just like, that's just not how things work. Like, and this makes zero sense. So that cyberbullying is very much so a thing, in my opinion. I definitely think that, so I separate cyberbullying into two. There's the people who do it for humor purposes which b both are absolutely wrong let's say it's like a bigger girl who posts like selfies and she's feeling herself she's confident you know and then there's somebody like commenting on like something very small and insignificant and something that shouldn't even made uh be made a deal um i still think it's awful I, I i don't think that that's right even for comical reasons i will admit though like i feel like i've laughed at some of those jokes yeah sometimes it's funny so i feel like there's like different <laughs> kinds sometimes you can tell it's funny you know what i mean like yeah you can tell it's sarcastic or if you know the person you know they're playing around so yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. you get that like okay. if you post a selfie i'm gonna be like girl yo yo edge up is crooked what? your mustache musty i can yo, see your lace mustache is musty <laughs> and then there's like the cyberbullying which is like quite literally just absolute hatred and that's where you see someone post something and then someone's like being racial or racist or just ignorant just flat out ignorant so a lot of people are like well you know it's just the internet like you don't know these people but it's like no it it, it shouldn't be that way you you know you have just as much right as anyone else to be online and post your pictures post your selfies and feel confident and, and share yourself with the world you just have as much right i think it's absolutely ridiculous that someone takes the time out of their day to, to kind of bring someone else down but that's just my opinion personally i'm a little too unbothered to let something someone says online affect me but i understand that it does impact people differently and if it affects someone's mental health like it's legit like you, there's no question about it i obviously disagree with cyberbullying i'm not an advocate of it i do agree that like there's a level of sensitivity that can be breached like if you know that someone can handle being flamed on the internet or whatever then yeah do it like play along with each other play around with each other but if literally a bunch of people are just targeting one person then obviously that's harassment like come on guys i don't have a lot to say on the subject i'm kind of indifferent in terms of i don't have any personal experiences or i don't really know anyone personally that has gone through anything too traumatic so i can't really say a lot all i can say is spread kindness Woo! <laughs> happy birthday gaga oh yeah happy gonna come out on her birthday though it doesn't matter today is her today birthday is her birthday happy birthday gaga always loving she said we what did she say no negativity on this site bye damien <laughs> <laughs> she ended cyberbullying can i talk <laughs> cyberbullying is bad Woo! <laughs> hello she has spoken. Cyberbullying, in my opinion, like it's very real and um it's not as I feel like it's not as bad as it used to be, especially whenever social media was like starting to be on the front. The when it was growing, like it was really bad because you know, people were very intolerant. And you know, nowadays people are more tolerant, they know, you know, certain trigger words and like you it's just a whole bunch of more it's more tolerance nowadays. So it's not as bad as it used to be, but it still is real. Like there's still a lot 
that people need to learn when it comes to um, approaching people online and, you know, stating their opinions. Because sometimes your opinions can come off as hate speech. And that's whenever you cross the line between whether you're trying to encourage somebody to do something different or you're trying to, like, literally bully them. But that's just my opinion. Literally, I tweeted one time to be funny. I was like, am I ugly? Do I look like a Muppet? And if you don't know where that's from, <laughs> that's from Tamar Braxton. And this random ass follower of mine, he's like one of my mutuals, literally tweeted me with a gif. And I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. And it says, kind of. And I don't even know him like that. And I was so offended because I was like, I don't know if he's serious or not. But obviously, I feel like he was serious because I don't know him. So shit like that. Baby, keep your two cents. You show your hole for free. Yeah, people Ooh. gain these balls online. And it's like, square up. Like Exactly. <laughs> Always remember that. They can run their mouths. Baby, I can run my hands. We're two different people. You know? Let them hoes know. Yeah. Just, I mean, everyone, just please be kind. It's literally free. Yeah, just have fun with it. Don't be like, you know, don't, yeah. don't chase the hype either. Since we're on social media, let me talk about this. We didn't even talk about gay social media. So when I say gay social media, I'm talking about like gay Twitter. Just having gay followers. If you guys do or if you follow some, you understand what I'm trying to say or what I'm talking about. Like, love my gays. Hello. I like, obviously, but some like, oh, oh, like. Ooh. Social media can really get to people's heads and like mm. it's just bad in the gay community. It's like on a whole nother motherfucking level, baby. If you're at 10k, you're that's a girl, apparently, even though you're really not because it's just followers. Like, nobody cares. Like, if people really let shit like that get to their heads and it gets on my last fucking nerves because it's the people that always like you can post a, a selfie on with your shirt off and you're instantly wanted. Like, New York said, a lot of you guys, yeah, a lot of those people, they're dreamers, they dream a lot in their sleep. You know, and that's that's not okay. And it's not just I want to just say just gay social media or gay Twitter or whatever. It's a lot. It's a lot of just social media in general. People are very delusional in their minds. Like, don't be delusional, y'all. Y'all all the same. We all bleed blood. Mm. We all spit. We suck dick. Some of y'all do it on the low, but that's fine. You know. <laughs> So to touch on what you just said regarding social media fights, I think that's a good segue into our weekly roundup. <laughs> I was, I was trying to get space for the win. I can always space it out. <laughs> He's a sad, classy, ugly. Stop. Oh. stop, 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 stop. I'm about to go. There's a recent... Oh. Where are you going? <laughs> Maybe the bathroom right there. <laughs> stop. Not in my bed. I'm the good sheet. Can't stand y'all. I forgot where I left off to continue. There's a beef that started long, long ago. One girl, is this Avatar? <laughs> right. Don't disrespect Avatar. Basically, it's been a hundred years since this shit started. Damn. We're about to talk about Kanye and Kim against Taylor Swift yet again. Well, this is our first time talking about it on the podcast, obviously, because we're new to this year. But this is the world's hundredth time having to address this shit. I think we are all very tired of this never-ending feud. But for some reason, Kimberly and Kardashian seems to have the gall to want to bring this up. Really, our name dropping, huh? <laughs> yes, Miss Kardashian, you're a Libra, and I think you're entertaining, but I have a bone to pick with you. Miss Swift in 2016 got a phone call from Kanye West asking if he could name drop her in a song. He didn't play the song for her, but he kind of explained what the lyrics would be to her. And she was a little reluctant, but she was like, I mean, you're Kanye, you're gonna do whatever anyways. Song came out, she didn't agree with the lyrics, turned into the one of the biggest 
fights the world has ever seen in terms of celebrity against celebrity outside of rap beef of course because they be shooting each other but <laughs> but <laughs> but in terms of a pop star versus another you know artist this is definitely one of the biggest beefs of our generation and you know at the time kim leaked some calls some of the recorded phone calls to her snapchat showing that taylor did receive a call from kanye and whatever whatever uh taylor tried to defend herself but at that point the whole world decided to shut her ass up and say go away nobody likes you you're a snake and that was the end of that she went away she didn't appear for another year dropped an album everybody just kind of rebounded from that this sounds so anime like she went away no one heard from her no one saw her she's the avatar period uh, <laughs> <laughs> when the world needed her most, she vanished. We didn't need her though. <laughs> you did pretty Speak good for around. thyself. Where's Solange again? Um, minding her business. Minding oh her God, black her really? business. Like the fuck? I don't know if we can afford all these names, <laughs> y'all. I don't know. <laughs> We love all of these people except for Kim. <laughs> and I mean, in all honesty, now that this stuff has resurfaced, basically what happened is someone, don't know who, leaked the full phone call between Kanye and Taylor. And it kind of shows that her original press release statement was true. She said Kanye never uh, indicated a certain phrasing of the song to her. And he didn't call her for permission. He called her to ask her to release it, to, to promote it on her social media. She declined in the recording to publish it, to, to post it to her social media, but she still decided to ask him what the lyrics were gonna be he skirted around the subject kind of gave her the ones the twos but not the threes and at the end of the day the phone call leaked and now she got proven right but kim decided to go on a twitter tirade saying alleging that taylor is still lying and she never excluded any details from the phone call and just basically defending kanye which first of all kanye is a grown man fighting his own battle stop sending kim to fight the battles for you or i don't know if she's doing it on her own accord or what i get that that's your husband but you have got to let this man fight his own battles because honestly personally i'm a really big taylor swift fan and if you know me personally, you know that. But I don't have a problem with Kanye himself because I know that one, he does have some, you know, he's whatever things he's going through mentally or emotionally or physically, whatever. At the end of the day, he feels like he handled that situation correct. He didn't turn it into the beef that it has become. I do have issues with him getting up on stage 12 years ago and interrupting her speech and everything. But honestly, that, that's in the past. Like if they're past that, I'm past that. But with this situation, for some reason, Kim decides to keep exploiting it and dipping her feet in the lava and trying to just stir up drama and just coincidentally her show just returned for another season that nobody asked for except for ramon because he seems to watch it <laughs> i sure did and I, I was very much pleased she whooped that ass <laughs> team courtney but yeah i mean i don't know i just don't get why miss kimberly wants to keep stirring this up because taylor made a statement on it and her statement was i don't want to talk about this let's donate to some relief funds because we're the world's going through crises right now i don't know what do you guys think yes no, uh, I, I honestly don't care. Like, when it came out, no, <laughs> when it came out, you know, I was kind of perched or whatever. I was trying to see, like, what the fuck was going on. But, like, the fact that it's back out, oh, like, they, they brought out the whole, like, recording or whatever and comes to find out Taylor was telling the truth. Like, I'm just like, okay, leave it at that. So, the fact that Kim is going off on Twitter acting like 45, um, <laughs> like, she needs to chill out. Like, she is 45. She, she has four kids. Like, sis get over it it's done mm -hmm. she's petty she's just toxic she's a libra 
bro. So it, it's anticipated. Let's not. Okay, let's she's not do that. Yeah, that that's a different. No, but yeah, in real talk though, she's she literally has nothing better to do but like to have that fake, and it's and it's really all just for clicks and likes. I I know it is. There's no other reason why she's so invested. Like, bitch, the song isn't even yours. Like in the call, Kanye even says that Kim didn't like the song or the thought of him mentioning Taylor in that way. So, but then she didn't like the song originally. But when Taylor announced she didn't like the song either, how are you gonna get mad at her? You didn't like the song in the first place either, girl. Like what? Exactly. Like my good sis Azealia Banks said. Oh God, what <laughs> did she say? Kanye is gonna have so much behind when he's gone. He has. He's a legend. Mm. His music, everybody loves him. I agree. Love his music. Love. We know what he did back in the day. Him as a person, questionable. He's but, fabulous for a throwback. Ex- <laughs> for a throwback, exactly. But Kim, baby, you'll have nothing. Nobody will remember you in a couple of years. Like yeah. pretty soon, you'll be over with. Give it up, delicious. You look like a man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nope. No. Speaking of looking like a man, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> like Ugh. one thing I really want to discuss during this roundup is something that has kind of been like lighting a fire under my ass, and it is the Girl. hole. The hole. That's it. The hole. That's called syphilis. You know, buddy. No, so one thing that I really wanted to talk about is the new Bad Bunny video. And it's for his song, Yo Perreo Sola. And the song essentially is basically sort of kind of like a fun anthem to the independent woman who basically says, I dance on my own. I fuck with myself on my own. And in the video... Bad Bunny cross-dresses, you know, personifies a woman. You know, he does it through a couple of outfits. It's very, it's very entertaining to see him. It's, it, I, I think it's fun. So here's kind of where, here's essentially where the topic becomes kind of a controversy. One thing that happened when he did that is, you know, a lot of people were, were praising him. A lot of people were like, yes, he's breaking down like those like gender barriers. He's like, you know, showing Latinos that like, it's okay to be feminine. And he's like doing a lot of these things. And then there's like a side of people who are kind of like against it. And they're like, well, you know, I feel like he's queer baiting. I feel like, you know, he's declared that he's heterosexual, but yet he tends to do these feminine things or like these things that, you know, usually you see LGBTQ people do. I'll let Edward go first so I can demolish him after. (laughs) So first I'll start by saying I do love Bad Bunny. I think that he's doing a lot of good for the community. I'm not against him by any means. I will say with the video, I had some initial concerns. It feels a little bit like he's queer baiting. And for those of you who might not kind of understand that concept, it just means you're performing or portraying yourself in a way that gets you a lot of queer fans or like lesbian, gay, bi, trans, whatever people invested in your art because it seems like you're an advocate for their community, but really you're not actually doing them a favor in the long run because all you're doing is drawing attention to yourself. In my eyes, it became a debate when he dropped the video, like, hey, is he doing this just for his own personal gain? Like he's going to get obviously the world talking about oh my god did you see the bad bunny video where he dressed up as a girl my thing is is he going to actually like i he's been a very big advocate for the lgbt i do agree with that it's not like he only does this like visually and doesn't speak up about it because even just a couple weeks ago he wore a shirt for a trans woman that was murdered in puerto rico and i really appreciate that he even acknowledged that because from what i hear there was a lot of people that were just discrediting her calling her a man in a dress and things like that just such disrespectful things i don't think that we should 
invalidate someone's identity. So I appreciate that he is on the right side of history in regards to that. But with this situation, he has expressed that he's a straight man. He has acknowledged that sexuality is fluid, which is true. But if you identify as a straight man right now and you're playing with the idea of bending your gender, I need you to make sure that you're not just doing this because you want that praise or that approval from the LGBT community. I want you to actually stand up when people are going against the community that you are fighting for or, you know, you're taking the side of. And I do agree. I, I definitely think that there should be, you know, some advocacy there. Is that a right word? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but here's one thing I kind of want to like throw back at you though, Edward. In a You Need to Calm Down video, Taylor brought out a bunch of, you know, drag queens and a bunch of queer people. And I get it. The whole song is supposed to be kind of like an indirect, like nod to the LGBT community. It's new for her. You know, sure, that's fine. She actually used drag queens. But in her last video, The Man, she literally cross-dressed as a man. So what are we getting at here? Are are you saying it's acceptable for Taylor Swift to cross-dress and not for Bad Bunny for the purpose of a music video? Okay, we're not talking about Taylor here. (laughs) But he does make a point, though. But I agree. I get what you're saying. However, my thing is... It's not Taylor Swift. That's your thing. No, no, no. That's not my thing. I'm not only picking on Bad Bunny. I do think that there's an issue with the fact that he actually does traditionally feminine things in his personal life too in the sense that he will post video like he or, sorry hold on, i'm gonna kind of redo that taylor has always only portrayed herself as a straight woman she's never flirted with the idea of being gender queer or any form or any other form of sexuality uh but she still has for the most part advocated for the lgbt when the time has come for her to do so with bad bunny he does advocate for the lgbt community as well but he also goes about his daily life doing things that gets him a lot of praise and notice from the lgbt community taylor isn't going around getting you know a lot of a lot of gay followers or, or lesbian followers just because of because of the way she acts it's just just a matter of her music speaking for itself but with bad bunny even if people who don't even there are people who don't even understand his music but like his aesthetic or the way that he portrays himself because they think that wow this is so cool that a straight man is painting his nails and wearing feminine traditionally feminine things and playing with the idea that men don't have to be so macho all the time but yet women will still want to be with them will still want to sleep with them so he's not playing with the idea of being the other gender um just to show off their flaws because Taylor dressed as a man in that video to show off the flaws with the patriarchy. Bad Bunny dressed as a woman just to dance, you know, for the purpose of the lyrics of the song. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that, but Taylor was actually identifying a problem with the patriarchy. I mean, but that's like how you see it. If a little kid sees the man video, they're just going to see Taylor dressed as a man. They're not going to understand. You know what I mean? And so like at the end of the day, she's still dressed as a man. She's still a heterosexual woman. Here's my thing, because I don't watch the show, but has there been any any straight contenders or contestants in RuPaul? On Drag Race? Uh, Not no. a contender, actual contender. They've just been in like um, challenges. So they turned some, the guys came in and one of them was straight or two of them were straight. I think it was like last season. Oh, season but there haven't out. been are any you... professional drag queens that are con- straight and doing drag? No. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, at least not on television and here's my thing too so like i know ramona and i have talked about this before but like our parents they have been to drag shows Mm. you know what i mean so yeah bad bunny could have easily like i was gonna say rent not rent but he could have easily booked a drag queen and had her on the on the video but to us i guess as latinos that's not necessarily shock what i think he's doing that's really great is he himself being in the industry of reggaeton which is a genre that is male dominated it's you know it's very Mm -hmm. macho it's very like it's tough it's it you're supposed to be like masculine in this and that he's breaking down those walls 
and barriers for Latino people and saying, hey, it's fine to be feminine. It's fine to have fun. And I literally think that's why he did it. He, I, I feel like he's not causing any harm. He's just quite literally having fun with it. I agree. To touch on the, the queer baiting or the queer baiting thing you brought up, like, I don't agree with that at all. Never. Okay, so the other day, whenever we were, uh, we brought this up, um, I was on Twitter and I saw a tweet and I don't know if the tweet was at Bad Bunny, but it was like, basically like a broad question it was just like why do y'all uh why do y'all let these straight men uh do all this shit or whatever uh queer bait y'all or whatever and somebody had replied to them and was like well doesn't queer baiting come with like if someone is queer baiting they have like some si- like some type of yeah, homophobia there we go like there's some sort of homophobia within what they do for them to queer bait bad bunny has never ever in my opinion or at least from what i know like he's never been homophobic like the man is He's flamboyant. He does what he wants. Like yeah. he, he, like basically gender queer. So I don't see how him dressing up in drag makes it queer baiting. Like I don't see that. But I think the issue with queer baiting is not necessarily within the artist that might be doing it consciously or unconsciously. It's with the public that will praise this straight man who is breaking down barriers and being feminine and showing that you can be different from the norm, which I do appreciate. I think that's a great thing. But then you're not also giving that platform to the people who are actually feminine, the people who are actually transgender or cross-dressers or whatever. There's a lot of guys that do this that don't get the platform he gets. And that's not his fault. I'm not blaming him that's for that. Fault. Yeah, that is the public's fault. And but here's I'm the not- thing, like, was he just supposed to have, like, a regular video? Like, what was, what is the alternative? So he had a transgender choreographer for the video. I did find that out, and I appreciate that. But it would have been cool to have her in a, as, a, as a forefront. Maybe she well, didn't want to be And I'm not saying her specifically, but I think that you should use your platform to give those LGBT people their platform. Because, for example, when you mentioned you need to calm down, when Taylor won the VMA for video of the year for that, instead of her accepting the award, she allowed the LGBT people to speak that were in the video and to accept that award on her behalf because she recognizes and that. And that's fine and dandy, but here's the thing. The, like, the whole concept of him dressing up also just goes with the fucking song. Like, it literally says, I dance. Like, it's, it's almost a translation of I dance alone. And so, like, he's, like, dancing with himself. Like, he's, you know, grinding his ass on himself. So it's not okay. so much that he, yeah, he could, like I said, he could have easily, like, booked anyone and, like, had them on yeah, the... Say it's, it's more the art of yeah, it. It, like- it. It is just yeah like Danny I said see the both sides I get what Edward's saying too and I get what we're all saying as well I agree with Bad Bunny and like the whole situation but like what Edward's trying to say is like or from what I understand what he's trying to say is like if you have the platform give it to those who do not have that kind of platform who you are, you are trying to portray or involve mm-hmm. in the movement no agreed but <laughs> shut up <laughs> but I feel like he's saying what's morally right and correct that's what everybody should be on like if everybody thought that way then those people would get those attention so it's great that they're doing that and taylor brought those people up on stage and other people who do that as well but what's wrong like obviously what's wrong is clearly just the public mm-hmm. the public is very pushed back like we're they're not we're evolving like at a good rate but not fast enough mm-hmm. so that's why she brought them on stage but baby like that only did so much for them that's the thing like you can bring some of the most famous root like rue girls some of the most famous rupaul drag kings on stage and which is what she did but they were not they still weren't going to get the hype and attention that they deserve like 
Taylor, they're never going to get Taylor status. And unfortunately, in my opinion, like that's not going to happen unless all of a sudden everybody in the United States of America and in the world is pro LGBT all of a sudden. And then I see it from the whole bad bunny thing. Like I see that it was okay for him to do that because like, I think Damon said like, he's very sexually fluid and you can tell like he's never from, from as long as I've been keeping up with him, he's never been like a bit really not homophobic at all. If anything, he'd be a little gay in a booty. Like we've all seen him like post some pictures of his ass out period. Like, okay, that ass is nice. But you know, like he just does things and like he just, and he doesn't care. I feel like his sexuality is very fluid. So it's like, he's not, and he's, he's, and he's doing it in a very respectful way. Like, like he, like Edward even said, like he's even, he even had a transgender choreographer. Like he's very proactive in that situation. The whole thing, he's very supportive. He's one of those people that does not care. So in a way he's giving them a platform, but indirectly he's saying, Hey, this is okay. You guys need to wake the fuck up. What I'm doing is perfectly fine. I'm comfortable with myself. Are you comfortable with yourself? Obviously not because you find a problem with me. Right. Yeah. I agree with a lot of what you said and I do think you interpreted me in a good way. So thank you for that. So even though I know I seem to be kind of fighting on my own against Bad Bunny, which is not the case, you know, like I said, he's doing more help than harm overall, which I appreciate. There's one thing that I think we're kind of all standing in solidarity against, which is some statements that Anuel AA, did I say that right? Yeah. There's some statements he made today or yesterday, I guess, at the time of recording that kind of seem to allude to Bad Bunny and some of them are even pretty direct. So I'll let Omar kind of give you guys the rundown on that. So to anyone who doesn't, isn't familiar with him, he is a reggaeton artist as well. Essentially, he got on Instagram and he posted quite a few things. The biggest thing that he posted that was deleted was Bad Bunny likes to play Transformers. And that was just kind of a direct translation to what he posted. Um, you know, obviously he's a Spanish speaking person. And so essentially it was a very transphobic statement. Uh, obviously it was just completely like everyone was like, okay, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like blah, blah, blah. And then there was, you know, a select amount of people who were like, well, no, he's right. You know, he blah, blah, blah. And, and it was just very ignorant. So other things he posted uh, to follow up with that is he was basically saying that I only have a few friends in the industry and he named like Jay Balvin and he named like some other individuals. Actually, he left out Balvin, but he did mention like no, daddy. He, no, he, he named him. No, I have the picture. No, he named him. When? Not I, I actually I saw him on his story. Oh, maybe I missed it. But the two pictures I have. Don't well, don't that. correct me if you don't know. Well, I'm just telling you the two pictures I have did show you, differently. Did you get that from his story? Yes, this is no, his story. No, you didn't. You got that from Pop Crave. That one is from Pop Crave, but this one is his story <laughs> that is not your screenshot lion ass <laughs> it's still his story that was on an iphone 6 it's still his story but it's you didn't twitter. get that i asked you if it's you saw twitter. it on his story i got it from twitter, twitter okay i got it from his story <laughs> do you see a different story than this yes i went to his page and i saw is it, it on still his there? story i don't know he if he if check i know he'd be deleting shit you scary ass yeah. <laughs> i'm scared of him girl he don't oh, speak don't english <laughs> Anuel, uh, you know, was on Instagram and he was naming a lot of his current friends in the industry or whatever. And he was basically like listing a select few of individuals. And then he starts saying that he will never give up his morals for music and the industry. And he'll never like essentially saying that he doesn't believe LGBTQ people should have like rights. Or I, I don't know. It's it's just very homophobic. I don't really know what he was trying to say. Um, don't know why he cares. I don't know why he cares about someone else's video when Bad Bunny's last album 
album is doing amazing. Honestly, can't even like sing to you and I know a lyric. So let's start there. Um, but no, yeah. So he was basically just saying that he's not gonna give his give up his morals the way Bad Bunny did. Blah blah blah. And it, and it's just also ignorant because to me it's like no one's asking you to do anything. Like no, like literally, like let someone post their fucking art and go. Like that's always been my biggest thing with like homophobia and transphobia. You wake up and go to sleep every day and gay people exist. That doesn't change your life. There's people fucking, kissing, sucking dick, eating pussy, whatever right now all around the world and your life is not changed by it. So why do you care? Why do you care? Why do you even expel the energy in hating someone for their existence? Why do you expel the energy in trying to stop them from having the rights that you have? How are they any less of a person than you are? Well, a good answer to that is typically the loudest homophobes are the most DL and I know some of y'all. And I'm I'm sorry to Carol G, who's his girlfriend. Like she she's really, great. yeah, she's, she's wonderful. Great. We she's love Dusa. La Dusa way. I I'm so sorry that she has to put up with that because I know she's gonna have to deal with a little bit of the backlash that comes with it. Too. Stop blaming women for men's actions. I know, I know, it's horrible because everyone's gonna be like, oh really? Like you're dating this guy? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, girls, if you have, if you're dating a guy and he's homophobic, you better run because <laughs> one, there's a lot of issues to the, unpack there. A lot of issues, and the number one is he's probably a secret gay, or he's gonna be abusive. Yep, so that means he probably stuck in dick behind your back. I know a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've been adding people all day. Yeah, Go right. ahead, add them, Ramon. I will not. I will not. I know you too. Y'all know some. If y'all trying to fight with me. <laughs> Anyways, moving on from that stupid. Well, really quick, one last thing that makes the situation a little foggy that I will st draw the line on still is I know we were talking about this earlier, Omar. We do disagree a little bit about if we think that Bad Bunny should respond to Unwell. So my biggest thing about the queer baiting thing is pro if you're going to stand with that community, you better stand against the people that stand against them. And right now, Anuel is standing against Bad Bunny being anti-LGBT. So in my opinion, Bad Bunny needs to speak out against Anuel and defend the LGBT community. It would be the right thing to some people. But then at the same time, it's like, does he have to respond to ignorance? You know how much ignorance artists get a day? Does he have to? And sure, you know, it's art speak for itself. Bad Bunny's music. I don't even know who this man is. Like I didn't know who he was until like Halloween, whenever um Jose came dressed as him. Let the art speak for itself. This man made a, a bomb ass music video. He looked bomb as fuck in it, and he didn't give a fuck. And I feel like that's something in and of itself. Like you know, you gotta brush the ignorance off. Like people are gonna come at you one way or another. Any like anyways, what regardless if you are a, a fucking celebrity like Bad Bunny or you just somebody on down the street. Like they gonna come for you regardless. And the fact that you know he hasn't said anything. And plus, this is pretty new. Like, it just happened, like, a day ago. So hey, you, earlier today. Yeah, so, like, you know, it, give it time. He's probably going to say something. But the fact that he hasn't said anything, that's that's commendable to me, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I'm not shaming him for not speaking up yet. But I think, I'm saying I think he should. It could be so easy to just say, like, oh, fuck you. I'm going to, like, you know, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. But that's literally the name of his album. I do what I want. That's the whole point of, like, the art. And like Damien said, let the art speak for itself. But Bad Bunny speaking up won't do a difference. So, like, I, I, it's not going to cause Anuel to, like, be, okay, you yeah, are right. He's literally, like, Let's... if he did speak up, he's probably just going to be
be talking to a brick wall. Like, nothing's yeah. going to go through to him. It's like, so, like you, Edward, point? when we tell you not to do something, you do it anyway. But my thing is, no, okay, first of all, <laughs> second, <laughs> my, my, my thing with Bad Bunny standing up against Unwell is not so that Unwell listens or changes his mind. It's so that the world sees that Bad Bunny is condemning homophobia. Yeah, right now, he's dressing as a woman and he's uh, saying it's okay to fuck with gender and just be queer and sexuality is fluid, all that. But he needs to, bl- in my opinion, he doesn't have to do anything but live and die, you know. But in my opinion, if he's going to be pro-LGBT, then you need to condemn homophobia publicly. In this instance, it's directly against you. So come on, man. Like, in my opinion, it'd be cool if you did, but if you don't, whatever, you're still doing more help than harm. I agree. Not come on, man. <laughs> okay, moving forward, though. On a much lighter, skinnier, prettier note. We are talking about the great, the wonderful, the powerful, the new skinny legend. <laughs> Dua Lipa. And future nostalgia. It's pretty great, you guys. Yeah, we had a, Get we on had the train. Digital, digital listening party. Because usually we listen. We have a like listening party at our house. But, you know, because of the Rona, that bitch, we couldn't listen to it together. Clearly, she's not a Dua stan. She has bad taste. Mm-hmm. Overall, what I think about future nostalgia, like I like it. It's a really, really cute album for it to be her, like, her sophomore album. It's pretty good. It's pretty strong. I think up to her her career right now she's done really really good at promoting herself and really being out there really being likable lovable giving us the bops the hits on this album what i noticed um lyrically and rhythmically it's very very catchy she's doing very good um lyrically especially than the last album love the last album but this one she's giving us very like very much so bops like she said i just want to give the girl something to dance to in the summertime you know she gives she's giving us that she's giving us that and she is there are some songs that are a miss for me on the album some of the beats I like, some of the beats I don't. Some of the beats just don't resonate with me. But like overall, I have some really obviously like we love Don't Start Now. That's that's our shit. Physical, Break My Heart. Break My Heart, I think was her most recent single before dropping the album. That song is amazing. She knew what she was doing with that one. Other than that, I loved Love Again, I believe. I loved Love Again. It's really good. It's really catchy. Levitating was really good lyrically. Loved that lyrically. People are raving about that. The gays can't control themselves. But that's my opinion on the overall the album. Could she have done a maybe but for her sophomore album and where she's at in her career it's really 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 good give it a score out of 10 out of 10 i think i said it less i gave it a 7.9 out of 10 which is pretty strong miss doula peep she did what she needed to do (laughs) going into it like the single she's dropped before the release of it like all of them were really strong and then listening to it from beginning to end it was so good like i love whenever um artists pick a concept or like pick a theme for their album and they like stick to it like i love that i love that and like this like disco-y like funky like i love that like it was a really fun album um very cohesive some of my favorites i loved uh levitating i loved uh what's this song well okay well i'm just go ahead and say this too like i love good and bad that's probably one of my favorite songs ever well not ever but like as of now yeah that song is so good it's it's very on the nose but it's so fun to like listen to but yeah uh my my score would probably be an 8. 8 out of 10. I'm just going to pretty much echo what everyone else has been saying. This is the female album of the year by far right now to me. And I don't particularly with the outbreak going on see anybody else topping it anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Miss Gaga did postpone her album. We Aww. were all very excited for that. But hopefully it comes sooner than later. We'll see. But as far as Miss Peeps, my favorite tracks were definitely Love Again. Those strings. If you know me, I love strings in a song. Sells the album. Sells the song. Whatever you want to call it. Love 
love them strings. Yes, string cheese, Ramon. <laughs> so Love Again is probably my favorite, like as, out of the new tracks. Physical is divine. I don't think that song will ever get old. I don't know how she crafted it, but it is a perfect pop song. Love it. 12,000 out of 10. And like Damien also, I do love Good In Bed. Like it's just so fun. It's so, it's just on the nose pop music. Like pop music doesn't have to be too serious all the time. Doesn't have to be like lyrically like SAT caliber. It can just be fun and on the nose and it can just make you forget all the bad stuff in the world. Miss Dua did that. She did stick with the theme. And for that, I give her a score of 8.8 .8 out of 10. For me, Future Nostalgia is a wonderful album. It's it's cohesive in the sense that it, it stays to theme, like you guys mentioned. I think the album rollout in general has been amazing. She has like, you know, like show-stopping music videos, two videos for physical, uh, live performances. Like she has a little bit of choreo. Like she's really bringing her A-game this, this era and I love it. So I personally am a huge fan of like the dance, funk kind of disco thing, um, which Carly Rae Jepsen did uh, last year with Dedicated. Period. And Carly Rae Jepsen is the peak of pop music. Like, she's everything to She's pop. the messiah. Period. Oh. Of music. Okay. Pop music. Like, can we not? <laughs> not yeah. the religious messiah. I mean. <laughs> but, oh, oh my god. I want somebody to hit me that hard. That's what it sounded like when Kim slapped Courtney. Girl. Some of my favorite tracks from the album, obviously, Don't Start Now, is like, it's aged like fine wine. It's still such a club banger. It, it's amazing. There's also physical, which is just like, whoo. She got whatever, like, elixir Carly Rae Jepsen drinks, and she really, like, produced a timeless song, I feel. I feel like it's a very timeless song. Love it, love it, love it. It makes me want to, like, do drugs, and I don't do drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never. <laughs> And then there's like the ones that we haven't heard yet, the ones that are new to us. So Love Again. Love Again to me is so good. And it samples a song called Your Woman by White Town, which is this like indie song from now decades ago. And it's such a good song to me. Um, but the fact that she sampled that and maybe the sample came from somewhere else too, but ugh, God, it, it Love Again is so beautiful. Levitating is great. Cool is so cute. Oh, yeah, how did I miss Cool? Yeah, Cool is such a cute song. Yeah. Hallucinate. God, Hallucinate. Just, like yeah the whole album is well there's boys will be boys yeah, I, that, we don't know her. i don't like boys will be boys that's we deleted her that's a grower that's a grower we'll we'll let her kind of like we'll plant the seed and let it grow i'm excited if there's a deluxe version re-release which i definitely think there will be and i think i can speak for everyone when, when i say that we are perched to see her on tour if the world allows us <laughs> to tour again right so my score for miss doula peep for future nostalgia is a solid 9.2 out of 10 dedicated to me is a, a straight hundred. For me, that's emotion. I'm telling y'all, if you're not woke on Carly, you should yeah. be. Yeah, everybody but. go stream Carly and <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen and Kim Petras. I don't know about all that. I agree Whoop. with Kim ah. Peters. Well, since we're I disagreeing do. about things, let's go ahead and get this cockfight started. Everybody whip it out. Time to whip it out. Damien, you got a head start. I see you, girl. Oh. <laughs> He's drinking again, y'all. <laughs> all right, let's get ready to fight. This week, we are going to be pretty much arguing about, you know, with the topic of social media, let's talk about having your exes on your platform. So having them as Facebook friends, followers on Instagram, Twitter, does that matter to you guys? I have something to say. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but before I even get into all that, I just want to, I, I kind of want to hear what you guys have to say. So if some of you guys like have us on social media or on our Instagram or Radio Gaze, reply to this. I'm kind of curious. I want to hear thoughts. So if you guys remember this, Give us a DM in our profile and we want to see what you guys have to say. We'll chat with you guys about this. So remember, it's should having your exes on social media matter. Any social media, even TikTok, you know? So 
In my opinion, ugh, I can't do it. Like, I can't have an ex on social media unless we ended on good terms. Granted, I only have two exes and only one is on my social media and the other one isn't. Ooh. So, the one that is, the one, <laughs> the Who one. Are these exes? Exes, exactly. In the past. But yeah, I think it matters to me. I can't do it. Only for the fact that it's just like, I'll speak on the one that I don't have. Only for the fact that for me, it just honestly feels like it, how, it just depends on how things ended or whatever. So it's like, if you're on good ground, mature enough, great. All the power to you. Plenty of snaps and claps for me for being able to do that. It's not that like it's immature either. I just feel like for me personally, it's a little too hard. So it's a little too much to have somebody that you used to share a lot of yourself with on social media and seeing that because like poker face all you want act like it doesn't bother you but baby you know it bothers you don't act like the man you spent two years of your life with is over here stunting on social media and you're just over here looking at it acting like you're not bothered but you're gonna go back to your room and have a whole meltdown no i just feel like it's healthier for you not because you don't want to get yourself so stuck on that person still it's called an x baby x the past past tense it happened so you're like you gotta like, let yourself be let it grow i'm with ramon on this one it's unnecessary to have your exes on anything because at the end of the day like we've all been there we've all done the talking where we're like oh my god what are you up to what are they doing like who are they with you know like are they i hope they're sad i hope they're tweeting sad shit like we've, we've that is so true we've all been there I, I i definitely think that like once a relationship is done seeing now that social media is kind of a part of your your everyday life your your lifestyle i definitely think it's a good enough reason to cut them out i don't i don't think that they should be on there at all i think that's a little bit immature like not to obviously not and you're wrong <laughs> no you're wrong and here's why I think that people are so quick to just avoid their problems and they should really just face them head on. I'm not saying that your ex is a problem that you need to be arguing with or obsessing over on a daily basis, but to just shut them out of your life, like you could regret that or you might come to find that like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have done this in the first place because you're just causing more damage later on down the line when maybe you two could pursue a friendship again or maybe you two could rekindle a flame and date again or whatever. Now, obviously this excludes anybody who goes through anything. Oh, Ramon said you're a dreamer. You dream a lot. <laughs> Uh, anyway, here's the thing though. Like, why do you want to rekindle something when it's dead? Like, it when died a for a reason, let it die. I believe in wrong timing. You believe in resurrection. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> but like, Edward, literally. Okay, valid question for you, Edward. Why do you want to rekindle something that died? There's obviously a reason why you didn't work as exes. And if it's a breakup where there's like, like it's kind of like a mutual, you fall out. It's still painful. Even if it's a really peaceful breakup, it's still painful. You still don't want to see them. I don't think you should have them at all. I don't know. Maybe you can be friends with your exes. Yeah, later you know, on, later down on. the road when mm -hmm. you're healed. I've just never been one to want to immediately after a breakup or whatever, go and block them and not want to see what they're up to, not want to know how they're doing. I've personally tried my best to keep in touch with most of my exes. There's a few that, yeah, like the, you can't control the circumstances or whatever, but say something, Omar. I'm going to cut this. I don't, I don't think. Okay, fine. Since you, since you asked me, you have made fake Snapchats to stalk your exes. <laughs> But that didn't block them on the original, did I? I just didn't want them to know I was looking at their stories. <laughs> That's the toxicity I was referring to. Focus. Okay. That's what I was talking about. No, the toxicity is that that said person was hiding stories from me by keeping them custom. So I'd created the fake account to be able to view those stories. Ooh. Not you validating your insanity. I okay. give you that smart thinking. I give you that. Thank you. Yeah. Girls, learn from... learn. Not 
sign that shit. <laughs> I mean, I- let's hear let's hear your opinions, Damien. I just think that, you know, it's a situational thing. If y'all obviously if y'all ended up on bad terms or whatever, you know, the best thing to do is to separate yourself from that person physically and digitally. Like if you if y'all ended on bad terms, you know, it's best for you to unfriend them, unfollow them. I wouldn't go as far as blocking unless, you know, that's what you need to do. But I just think, you know, it's just a situational thing. The people I used to talk to, I, I have them on my social media. Like, no matter what happened, I mean, I definitely use the mute function. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, they're they're still on my social media. I'm not a person to block and un- unfollow and unfriend you, but I will mute you. Like, I don't want to see you, but you, you can still see me. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, the, I just think the whole thing is situational. I don't really care too much about, like, unfollowing an ex just because, you know, whatever the fuck. Because you never know. Like, later on down the line, like y'all said before, like, y'all could be friends. You never know. Like, But with that spiritual thinking, though, if it happens, it was just meant to happen. Social media is not going to stop anything. Here's my thing. It, with anything, like, it's it's about effort. So if they really wanted to be your friend, if they really wanted to try something else, they know where you live. They know where you're at. They know where to find you. If I, and you think they're going to want to come over if you blocked them? I mean, it's worth an attempt. I've blocked people before and they've showed up <laughs> anyway showed up maybe on his front tour well no <laughs> it was at a restaurant but they showed up anyway and they were blocked damien you remember that mm. damien was the one that was blocked we'll say my name too <laughs> oh edward you were there too edward doesn't have good memory so that's probably yeah. why he didn't say your name in the first place <laughs> me 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 i have major fomo <laughs> That's also why I don't block people. I don't want to miss out on anything. <laughs> At the end of the day, I always like to say that. Like, now, and can you stop grabbing me? You're groping me. <laughs> Ramon, stop. And here's another thing. So, like, with social media being such a, like, big part of your daily life, who the fuck wants to get on and see your ex, like, doing good? Bitch, I want to see you choke. But don't you want them to see you doing good? No, I don't care. So I used, honestly, though, I used to, like, think the way that you guys did. I used to think it's like, yeah, like, look at me. Look at me now. Dot MP3. You know what I mean? <laughs> I used to really. Her now. I, I used to have the mentality like you guys and have the ex on social media and just be like, yeah, look at me. Like, I'm doing really good. Like, fuck you. Like, my life is continuing. I've kind of grown from that. I feel like I'm just kind of like at the point where it's like, if we are not in communication if I don't consider you a friend and I know that we have a history, I do not care to have you on anything. And like, yeah, social media is not to be treated like too seriously either. But at the end of the day, I just don't want you looking at my stuff. It makes me uncomfortable to know that you're looking at it. I don't, I'm not the type of person to necessarily block. I'm at the point where like, I don't give a fuck. Like if I just like, please just leave me alone. Like you're, we're out of each other's lives for a reason. I agree. I agree. The only reason I'm on the block train is just because I think it's just, it's like Jamie said, it depends on the situation. It's very situational. Like, depending on the type of person you are, how the relationship was, how it ended, the aftermath of how it ended. Like, it, a lot of things play into it. For me personally, like, I just, overall, I've always said this. You gotta be the right ex for me to, like, still talk to you or things just have to play out. But, like, for me, I just can't do it just because of the type of emotional person I am and me recognizing my toxic traits, which would be, like, how edward crazy ass was making fake snapchats and shit yeah baby i used to do that too as well and like just be nosy that's not for for him it was just because he wanted to be like friends with them he's so cool with them i get that part for me it was more being on the toxic side of me and fueling that and still keeping up with them when it wasn't good for me and i knew it and i know a lot of people do that a lot of people will be scared here a lot of you 
and I see you. It's just like, you just can't do that to yourself. So like for me, so I, I see all sides, but it's just, it's better just, you're better off. Like Ariana said, you're better off without them. And you just don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. Live your life, do you boo. And then later down the road, if they want to come along and be your friend, great. Say your, your dues, you've paid your dues with them. All is grand, you're single, live your life. Don't let it get to you too much and keep it pushing. As always, there's not really a winner in any of these fights. It's just a way for us to kind of, ex oh. <laughs> The well, it, it's us. It's me and Damien. Keep us. dreaming. Maybe that's a Libra thing. Y'all like to lie a lot and yeah. lie to yourself. L and Libra is for liar. No, the L is for li and lit liquor. <laughs> what are you calling a? <laughs> <laughs> this is just for us to express some of our differing opinions and also to kind of get you guys thinking. What do you feel about this subject? Like Ramon said, if you want to, feel free to reach out to us. We love to hear you guys' opinions on the episodes and what we talk about and argue about. All right, guys. So we touched on a lot of things today. And I don't just mean ourselves. A lot of important topics as well. We really thank you guys for listening and hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Ladies, do we have any final words for our amazing listeners? If y'all haven't noticed, we have an Instagram up now. We're working on getting all our other social media up. Instagram is the first page up. So if you haven't followed our page, it is at Rodeo Gaze. Pull it out. I don't know how to spell. So spell it for me. Oh, okay. So our at on Instagram is R-O-D-E-O-G-A-Z-E. So definitely give us a follow. Interact with us. Like the two pictures that we have. Of. <laughs> Hopefully we have like three whenever you listen to this. But, um, you know, interact with us. We have we're going to start posting more on there, um, mainly on like the stories. So if we post like a little poll, you know, we would love to interact with you. But yeah, remember, spread kindness, not hate. Fuck on well. Fuck Kim Ye. And we stand to it. But thank you guys so much for listening. Definitely, you know, feel free to give us like suggestions on what you would like to see what you would like to hear follow us subscribe to us on spotify we're working on hopefully getting our name on maybe like twitter and see if that could probably give us a little boost uh but no i really appreciate it as always thank you so much so thank you guys for tuning in today um like we all say we appreciate you guys for listening love y'all love your hairs hope you win you know in life all i do is win 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 no matter yeah Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Period. But yeah, you know, we're just trying to make, you know, make this podcast, give the girls something to vibe to, listen something to. Fun, something for the quarantine. Something for the quarantine. You know, you know, come support us. Follow us. All that good stuff. So remember to wash your hands. Yeah. Social distancing. Yeah. Wash your holes in your hands. Very important. The two big H's. Love y'all. Come back soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.